1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDSE.
0: Hey, mean, did you go to Adam Silver's press conference at All Star?
2: No, man, I couldn't get an Uber. It was like two hour waits. What'd he say?
0: Well, he had this long speech about media in the locker room and why they probably aren't going to have media back in the locker room. I got the
3: transcript here if you want to read
2: it. Send it to me.
3: No, don't worry, guys. I got the footage. Let's listen to the commissioner himself. In in regards to
1: reporters returning to locker rooms, um, I recognize what I say, about to say may not be so popular with this group. It's not going to be so easy. I mean, I think that depending on where we see this virus, potential variants. You know, I think creating a little bit of distance may make more sense for the foreseeable future. I also think it's a bit of an anachronism to have reporters um, in the actual room where players are dressing. I mean, it, it used to be, for those who've been around a while in the old days, it was about female reporters and we all got past that issue. It was ridiculous. It was discriminatory and made no sense. And at least from my standpoint, I never hear about those issues anymore. I think it's different now. I think there are different expectations of privacy, but at the same time, I recognize we have to create an environment where you all can do your jobs.
2: Jesus, (laughs) Do your jobs, huh? you do your job, Adam Silver? How about that? Let's start there.
0: He tried to walk it back, according to Sam Amick from The Athletic, message from NBA Commissioner Adam Silver. We haven't made a decision on any modifications to our media policy, and we're going to work with the Players Union and the teams and media on how to best move forward post-pandemic.
2: What's the implication that like, now all media stare at dicks and not just women? Is that what he's trying to get at with his statement? It's 2022, I mean. Unbelievable, man what are they hiding besides their dicks
0: my assignment uncover why the association inspires more conspiracy theories in volume and salience
3: than any other u.s sport you've heard of the illuminati
1: the truth is out there but so are lies
3: Your eyes can deceive you, don't trust them.
1: The NBA has always been controlled by about eight people. Denial is the most predictable of all
3: human responses. If you're only using 10% of your brain, you don't even know that you're using 10% of your brain.
1: The NBA Illuminati. (laughs) Coincidences are just coincidences, why do they feel so contrived? The Illuminati. But you start to follow the money, and you don't know where the f it's going to take you. It is unspoken.
2: They have influence among other players. The NBA, over oh I don't
0: have
1: time for your convenient ignorance. Maybe I'm a conspiracist now as well. That's all it took. Oh, we got books, we got schools. You saw a video on YouTube. <laughs> Why am I, You've never
0: used them before. We are the basketball Illuminati. the audience, <laughs> the
3: Illuminati.
0: Welcome to Basketball Illuminati. I'm Tom Haberstroh, and that's Amin El-Hassan. And oh my God, do we have a lot that we need to get into here, Amin. Holy
2: shnikes. Holy buckets. (laughs) Holy shnikes. What era did you come out of? What time machine are you coming out of? Before we do, I just want to say thank you to all the people who supported and listened and gave great feedback for episode one of Basketball Illuminati. You are appreciated. You know, at all times, Tom, Mays, and I, we are under constant threat. We're under siege, if you will, from the NBA, from the powers that be. They don't want us to be telling you guys the truth. They don't want eyes to be open. They want eyes to be closed. They want everyone to sleep. And so you guys supporting, listening, rating, reviewing, unsubscribing, resubscribing, that helps tremendously in our constant fight for the only thing that matters, the truth.
0: That's right. We need the Basketball illuminati Army out there. All of you, the soldiers, to unsubscribe, subscribe, rate and review to the Basketball Illuminati podcast. And we will not be silenced as long as you do that. So thank you for all your efforts. And thank you for your service.
3: You are listening to The Agenda with Amin El-Hassan. And Tom Haberstrom.
2: What's on the old mainstream agenda, Tom? What does Big NBA want us to talk about today?
0: Oh, it doesn't get bigger than this. I mean, LeBron James going back to Cleveland, question mark? I think we can take that question mark off, right? Jason Lloyd, the athletic, most preeminent Cleveland reporter on the NBA, got an exclusive from LeBron James. And basically, LeBron James is talking about Cleveland. Little like conversation with the Lakers star. I don't know if we can still call him a Lakers star because it seems like he's got one foot out the door, according to this story with Jason Lloyd, creating the roadmap of his return to Cleveland. That he is not closing the door on returning to Cleveland and says, I want to play one last year. In this league with my son. My last year in this league is going to be with my son, Bronny James. Ronald. What Lloyd is reporting here, I mean, if you've been listening to our podcast, you probably realize that this has been years in the making. LeBron James, his return, part two to Cleveland.
3: The land, part two. Wait, 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 Tom. Isn't this part three?
2: Yes. Isn't this the trilogy? This is a trilogy, baby. It's his second return, but it's his third stint, so it's a trilogy. Mm. And great things always come in three, Tom. A real basketball illuminati would know that. Three is the magic number. Three is the number that vanishes, and three is the number that reappears. That's called foreshadowing, people. If you haven't been picking up on the breadcrumbs, and by the way, LeBron doesn't leave breadcrumbs; he leaves whole loaves of bread. Wait, that's Sedano's line. That's George Sedano's line. You can't steal that. I mean, look. You know what? Comparison is the theft of joy. That's the term. There you go. Stop stealing my joy time. I'm not
0: comparing you to Sedano. I'm saying Sedano <laughs> said it. You're stealing Sedano's <laughs> words.
2: It's my theft and you're comparing it so that's joy is being taken away. So here's the deal. When LeBron made his decision to go to the Lakers, why did he go to the Lakers? Why did he pick LA?
0: Space Jam. No, it's the colors. He liked the colors maze. It wasn't because he wanted to build a Hollywood empire that he had another mountain to climb that he couldn't do in Cleveland. No, that's not it.
2: See what Tom is doing there? Tom is buying in to the narrative that Big NBA once pushed upon us, that LeBron went to LA to further his media empire, to make Space Jam, hell, to join a legacy franchise and help them climb a mountain that they hadn't climbed in quite a while, right? To add his name to the list of greats who played in the purple and gold. That's all the set dressing they put up front to hide the true purpose LeBron James above all else, guys. You know what he is? Besides a huge benefactor, philanthropist, movie maker, mogul, superstar athlete, pitchman. You
3: know what he is? Just a kid from Akron, I mean.
2: More than that. Because oh. you know what happens to kids? They grow up. They grow up and they have kids of their own. And what LeBron James is, above all else, is a devoted father. He wants what's best for his children. And as Bronny, young Bronald, Bronaldinho as I'm going to call him from now on, as Bronaldinho was growing, and getting better at basketball, Daddy LeBron took a look and said, my son is going to achieve his dreams of basketball greatness. It's not going to happen playing in Northeast Ohio. It worked for me because I'm the greatest of all time, but my son is not going to be that. He's going to be a regular high level elite prospect, so I've got to put him in a situation It's going to be best for him. And where is the best prep school basketball in the nation, folks? It's in California, specifically in the greater Los Angeles area. That's why LeBron was a Laker. That's why everything happened. Now, what's happened is this. That part of the plan is almost at completion. Bronaldino, top 50 prospect in the nation. He's going to go to college. If he goes to college for a year, guys, do you know when his draft class is going to be? guys have any idea?
0: It's when LeBron James is slated to be a free agent.
2: That's right, Tom. 2023, LeBron James Jr. becomes draft eligible for that draft June of 2023. And July 1st, his father, LeBron James Sr., becomes an unrestricted free agent.
0: Wait a second here. I don't think that's right. This is not a bit right now. I'm just pointing out that that actually isn't true. How's that? LeBron James' son is actually going to be draft eligible in 2024 because he's a junior in high school. And then he would have to go to senior year (laughs) next year and then go to college for another year. I mean.
2: Oh, Tom, you poor, sweet, innocent bastard, you. You think that the NBA is going to keep the age restriction alive for a couple more years? No, 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 no. I'm predicting that we're going to have a revocation of that antiquated rule that is anti-American, might I add. And we're going to have preps to pros eligible as of 2023. I'm just saying, that's what I'm reading in the tea leaves. And so that coincides with LeBron as a free agent, and it coincides with Bronny being eligible to enter the NBA draft soon as 2023 as a 18 year old prospect. And how fitting would it be that the first draft class that welcomes back high school kids going straight to the pros is the one that features the hallowed name of LeBron James Jr.
0: But wouldn't that be just transparent by the league that they're just caving to LeBron James like that LeBron runs this. Oh, I know what you're doing
2: here. No, 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 no. Tom. Tom, what are you talking about, man? Did you not see them years and years ago talk about we'll revisit this age restriction thing? We're not really, we're gonna, it's we're it's up for discussion. And we as we've looked at things and da, da, da. they do all these things. Man, I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to open your eyes, man. Open your eyes. They do these things on purpose. And you know what else is gonna happen by 2023? What's that? This Cleveland Cavaliers team gonna be elite and the best teams in the league. In 2023. Jared Allen is still going to be under contract. Laurie Markin is still going to be under contract. Darius Garland will be in the first year of his new deal. Colin Sexton will be in the second year of his new deal. Your core is all there, but you're still going to have a bunch of money because Kevin Love comes off the books. So does Karis Levert and a couple of other guys. Evan Mobley is still going to be on his rookie deal. It all lines up, folks. It's perfect.
0: And you know what I just realized, I mean, because I'm just the facts. You can play a different role here, but I am just the facts. I've been mm. covering this league for over a decade.
2: Do you know who Darius Garland is represented by? I know exactly who's represented by Clutch Sports ENT, baby.
0: Colin Sexton, also in that backcourt. Injured right now, but who is he represented by? I mean, just pointing out the facts here.
2: Clutch Sports ENT, baby. Because I
0: remember a certain time in Lakers' history when Kentavious Caldwell Pope was signed by the Lakers to a nice deal.
2: Years in advance. Years in advance. Ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of like one of those connect the dots pictures you used to do when you were a kid. The dots. At first, la, la, they just la, la, looked like a bunch of random la, dots la, with numbers la, on them. La, 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 1, 17, 55, whatever. You're like, okay. But as you begin to trace, you know what you see? The outskirts of a shape. And then you begin to realize, oh my God, it is a frog. Or a pig or Margaret Thatcher or a Cavalier or a Cavalier.
3: I mean, how can he keep getting away with this? LeBron goes to a team. He uses up all their draft picks, all their resources. He brings in as many high priced veterans as he can. He gets people paid and then he just disappears. But then he always winds up back in Cleveland just when they've had a chance to replenish the cupboard with a collection of high lottery picks. He came back for Kyrie. Now you're telling me he's coming back for Darius Garland and Evan Mobley?
2: Hey, let me just say this. Everywhere he's gone, he's given them a championship.
3: That's true.
0: That's true. And I mean, why do you think the Lakers, Rob Palenka,
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: didn't trade that 2027 pick, the first round pick to get John Wall? Why do you think the Lakers wouldn't try to fix this mess with Russell Westbrook and LeBron James and Anthony Davis? A report coming from ESPN saying that, hey, they want to shake things up. They need to make a move at the trade deadline. And the Lakers said, no, we're standing pat. We are not trading that 2027 first round pick in a deal potentially for John Wall. John Wall is still in Houston and Russell Westbrook is still on the Lakers.
2: They already know he's gone. And you know what it mirrors? Again, if you've been connecting the dots like we have. Remember when the Cavs had that pick that turned into Colin Sexton from the Nets, and everyone said, trade it, you need to get LeBron all the things he needs, da-da-da. And the Cavs said no. You know why? Because they already knew he was out the door.
0: If you've been reading my Twitter timeline, I've been predicting this. The prophecy is coming true. I said two years ago, when Bronny James is going to be in the draft, that's when LeBron James is going to be a free agent. And my question to you is, What if, just like when LeBron James left Cleveland, who won the draft lottery the next year, I mean? Cleveland. They got Kyrie Irving. LeBron James comes back and wins a championship, and who hits the biggest shot in NBA Finals history?
2: Kyrie, the number one overall pick that the Cavs got as a result of LeBron leaving the first time.
3: Steph Curry put a hand in his face, but he forgot to cover his third eye. It takes time to
2: connect the dots. I know that. I know but that. also,
3: I know that there could be a day of reckoning when you
2: wish you connected the dots more quick. More quick. What were we thinking? Why don't we wake do we up we and we had a up chance? Have
3: it. Move it!
2: Demolish it! Blow it up! What gets us into trouble is not what we don't know. It's what we know for sure that just ain't, that just ain't so. Ain't so. Yeah. A means a truth. Communicate this real clearly. The only way I do it. city by city, person by person, family by family. There are a lot of people who go straight from denial to despair without pausing on the intermediate step of actually doing something about the problem. 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 A a convenient truth.
0: All right, basketball, Lumen Army, we have a new segment, a recurring segment that we are going to do regularly on this show, on this program. It is called Amin's Inconvenient Truth, where Amin goes on a rant about something that he just can't keep quiet about anymore. And he needs the people to know the truth about something, even if it is inconvenient for people
2: to hear it. Thanks a lot, Tom. So on Thursday, February 17th, the same day that our First episode was released of the Basketball Illuminati, a podcast we created because we wanted to open everybody's third eye, to see the things that are right in front of you, but you hadn't noticed or didn't care about or didn't think was relevant or didn't think much of. Well, Tom, as luck would have it, on that very same day, all of our third eyes were opened, or at least everyone in the Basketball Illuminati There that just so happened to be another disputed Three pointer. That's right. On the day we told you about Buddy Heal's three pointer that vanished, it magically reappeared in Charlotte, North Carolina, courtesy of Kyle Lowry of the Miami Heat. Guys, have you ever heard of the law of conservation of points?
3: I mean, I've heard of the law of conservation of matter and energy which states that for any closed system, mass must remain constant over time. It implies that mass can neither be created nor destroyed, although it may be rearranged in space, or the entities associated with it may be changed in form.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's all well and good for the nerds taking science class. But I'm a basketball guy. And I've theorized that there's a law of conservation of points, that points are neither created nor destroyed. They're merely redistributed at all times. And so when the NBA stole Buddy Heald's extra point in Sacramento... It had to manifest itself and rearrange and reappear somewhere else. And where did it reappear? It reappeared in Charlotte, North Carolina, courtesy of Kyle Lowry. He stepped on the line. It was clear he had a foot inside the arc. Everybody saw it. Everybody except the officials and the replay center and the league. Once again, we have the situation where everybody blew it despite it happening right in front of everybody's eyes.
0: Oh, but I mean, the NBA put out a last two minute report about this specific play you're talking about. And the NBA official stance is that Lowry makes a field goal at the 203 mark from inside the three point line that is ruled a three point field goal. But since the play did not stop before the two minute mark, the NBA says the replay center could not correct the error. This is no laughing matter. But apparently, Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, and Bam Adebayo did think this was a laughing matter. Kyle that three point you made in the first quarter, the replay showed that you had your foot on the line. Were you aware at the time at all when you headed back, you know, that they didn't stop and go to replay in on first that? First quarter? Uh, first overtime. Um, in the first overtime. That's what right. happened?
1: Did they count it as they three? counted as three points and did not redo it, right? Oh, wow, that's cool.
0: Were you aware at <laughs> the time? Like did you sort of look around, give that sort of glance that maybe just the two? That was three. I don't know what you talked about. It. That was three. One, two, three. That was three. That was and also, this does end your first sort of break of the season before the All-Star. But you just take us through what Kyle, what this experience what has been of like for you. Was dead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and there you have it, man. Like you see, you guys understand what we're trying to tell you, what we're trying to talk about here. The idea that this could happen, and you have this multi-million-dollar facility and all these people working, and it's not a mom-and-pop operation. Get out of here, man. It's not a coincidence cannot find it coincidental that our podcast drops and days later the league's PR machine puts out through 538 this long glowing write up about everything is so high state of the art and we're doing the best that possible can get the hell out of here we are influencing change we are holding them accountable we all are seeing it And I encourage and urge everyone in the Basketball Illumin Army. No, no, no. I mean, it's the Basketball Illumin Army, not Marmy. Uh, Same shit. The Basketball Illumin Army. Illuminium. (laughs) Illumin Army. I want you guys to stay vigilant. I want you guys to start sending us tips. And we'll shine a light. We'll expose everything that the league wants hidden in shadows. Everything they try to shroud with a well-placed peace in the mainstream media, writing away or explaining away things that shouldn't happen. All we want is accountability. All we want is veracity. All we want is the truth.
0: Wait, wait, wait. I mean, are you seriously accusing the league in this conservation of points theory, that there are not just makeup calls within a game that a referee says, My bad, I missed a call here. You'll get it back later when I pay it forward. You're suggesting, I mean, that there's makeup calls not just on different nights, there's makeup points in different cities, that they're redistributing all these points
2: and there's makeup calls across space and time? Tom, I'm not suggesting anything. I'm merely asking questions and I'm asking our listeners and you and Mays and everybody else for that matter. Wouldn't you like to ask these questions too? Wouldn't you like these questions to get answered as well? What are they so terrified of? Why do they continue to make these mistakes and then cover up these mistakes with excuses, with PR flack? Just own
0: up. Oh, uh, we heard some naysayers of me, didn't we? Some naysayers out there <laughs> saying, who cares about a buddy-heeled three-pointer? It happened two months ago. Mm-hmm. This seems like you have an axe to grind. This seems like you are got your tinfoil hat on and that you're just trying to troll at this point. Who cares about a buddy-heeled three-pointer in a blowout game against the Spurs that no one cared? The betting community didn't care. Who cares about a buddy healed three-point shot in a blowout game that didn't impact the spread? Well, guess what, I mean. But they care now. This Hornets game, it did impact the spread. Not only did it impact the spread, but impacted the game. This Kyle Lowry play in overtime, two minutes left. This was after the referees blew, according to the league, four straight calls in a 20-second span where the score should have been tied 91-91, to 91, but instead the heat go up by one point. In Charlotte Hornets center, Montrez Harrell makes a free throw with 1.7 seconds left to tie the game at 97-97 in overtime. Which, of course, if Kyle Lowry didn't get that extra point, that would have given them the win. But instead, it goes into double overtime. And later, in that double overtime period, the Hornets lose by four.
3: Tom, did you say four? Because on February 4th, in the fourth quarter, with 4.44 left on the clock, The refs gave the Charlotte Hornets a free four-point play. Charlotte got one of its free points taken back last Thursday night. When will the other three be balanced out? Oh, but it gets better, Anthony Mays. Do you know what the line was
0: on that game? The Charlotte Hornets-Miami Heat from last Thursday? Minus four.
2: And that, ladies and gentlemen, my proudest moment as a podcaster was seeing all the tweets roll in, people adding us, Hashtagging, hashtag BBI, hashtag Illuminati, hashtag basketball Illuminati, hashtag basketball Illumin Army, saying it happened again. You know what we did? We opened eyes. And now we've got more third eyes open around the league. Watch out, NBA. We're watching you, we're holding you accountable. And we're going to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Remember, if you guys have any tips, things you've seen that should be brought to attention, brought to light, exposed, you can always get in contact with us the tip hotline, basketballilluminati at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at bballilluminati and on Instagram at basketballilluminati. But I'm telling you right now, that Gmail address, that is your bat phone. Anytime you see it, if you've got a clip, if you've got a quote, send it on in. All right, I mean. It's time now for the trivia segment where I don't trust the
0: mainstream media. I don't trust the information that they give you. I have my own sources. I did my own research. So here's the segment. I like to call Tom did his own research. As is your right. Earlier, I talked about the Charlotte Hornets getting four blown calls against them in the fourth quarter, all within 20 seconds. And one of those was an uncalled goaltending violation by Bam Adebayo on a LaMelo ball floater that would have given the Hornets two points. That would have given them the lead with less than two minutes left in the game. And we might not have even had that Kyle Lowry uncalled three-pointer. Well, it was actually called a three-pointer, but it should have been a two. Anyway. Bam Bayo got away with one. So, mean, here's the question. According to the truth tellers at pbpstats.com, which NBA player leads the league and called goaltending violations?
2: A couple years ago, this was easy. It was Hassan Whiteside. But I don't think he plays enough to qualify for that. I'm going to go with JaVale McGee.
0: Great guess here. JaVale McGee, Shaqton a Fool, legend. Third place with nine goaltending violations in Phoenix. Pretty amazing that he has nine in that many minutes. He's the backup center there. That's pretty amazing. He might be the leader in per minute goaltending violations, but he's number three on the list. I'm looking for number one. Is Jared Allen on the list, Tom? (laughs) Oh, Jared Allen. Soon to be Laker if there's a trade. Mm. Jared Allen actually has only two this season, so he's way down on the list.
2: He's a petty guy. You got to look for the guys that like to jump for everything. Oh, I got one for you. Mitchell Robinson.
0: Mitchell Robinson. Good guess. Tied for sixth with six. Mitchell Robinson for the New York Knicks. It's not JaVale. It's not Mitchell Robinson. It's not Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside actually has a few this season as well, backing up Rudy Gobert in Utah. He has three, and Rudy Gobert himself has three. Hmm. But you have not guessed the league leader in goaltending violations.
2: It's got to be somebody, again, somebody with hops, but somebody who is like the hammer where everything it looks at looks like a nail. Who's that guy in the league out here just jumping at everything? Just high energy, can't control himself, can't contain himself. Is it Giannis? Not Giannis and a kumpo. He's got five this season,
0: not Giannis.
3: Mays, do you have a guess here? Do you want to chime in here? I was going to go to the Great White North, and I was going to suggest Chris Boucher. Wow. That was a crazy guess.
0: Not correct. Chris Boucher is not
2: correct. <laughs> I was going to say. He's
0: got zero,
3: actually. <laughs> nice. Not a single one.
0: Well, hey, you know what? Maybe he's got a whole
2: bunch of bams out there. Yeah, maybe that's just what they want you to think. They've just been erasing it. True. True. How can we trust them?
3: Give us a conference. Give us a hint. It is not in JaVale
0: McGee's conference. It is in the Eastern Conference, a player who actually used to play. Clint Capella. Ding, 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 ding. Clint Capella, leading the league in goaltending violations. Good job, Amin, with that. He has 13 this season, the most of any player coming in at second places. Miles Turner, current teammate of Buddy Hield. In Indiana, he
2: has 10. As Jeff Goldblum would say, uh, don't give me uh, any instrumental, uh, give it to me, uh, Capella.
0: To bring it full circle, like we like to do on this podcast, you can't spell Clint Capella without C-L-E and L A.
2: By the way, you ever do the math on 538?
0: I mean, 5 plus 3 plus 8 is 16?
2: No, no, no. No. 5 times 3 is 15. 15 plus 8 equals what? 23. LeBron's number.
0: No, no. He's not 23 anymore. I mean, he's actually 6. He changed his number.
2: He is in Cleveland.
3: 8 minus 5 plus 3 equals 6. No, but it's 538, not 853. Whatever. God, numerology is stupid. I thought you were the numbers guy,
0: Tom. I mean, I'm trying to give you the math here. It's 538.com, not 835.com or 853.com. It's 538. We have the whole PEMDAS, okay? Plus, what is it? What's PEMDAS again? I don't know. Maze, look, you're the guy who's supposed to know this stuff when we go to you.
3: Parentheses. Exponent, multiplication, division, addition, subtraction, Tom. Yeah, you should know that.
2: He said plus
3: equals.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running,
0: everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies.